Welcome to the Readings and Ramblings podcast, where we ramble about the books we're reading from a Christian point of view. We're your hosts, Janice Jones and Shanna Vera, and we invite you to journey with us as we learn and grow from the books we're reading. Our hope is that these conversations will inspire you to read and grow in faith with friends. Shanna. Hey Janice, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Doing good. Yay, I'm happy that we are here again. I'm actually like so excited and proud of us that we finished our book, so. <gasps> Me too, like that was it a big book. It felt like an accomplishment. It did, it did, and I, I I, mean, I don't know what the real book looks like, but it, I mean, as far as like how thick and i just seen it in pictures because I don't actually have the book, I have the Kindle version, but yeah. I feel good. So yeah, I'm like, uh, I, I know we're not supposed to talk about the book, but I was a little let down by like when it ended. I mean, you read for so long that I just kind of felt like I didn't really feel a finality. I mean, and after reading so much, I thought I was going to feel like the whole thing felt concluded. I don't know. I, 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 didn't feel that I, way, I will tell you what I feel too, but okay. we're so I know, I'm ju- I know no. I'm jumping ahead oh, on this, but right. I just had to say that because okay. I felt proud of myself for finishing it, but at the Me same too. time was like, that's it. It's that done. That was it. Yeah. After all that. Yeah. <laughs> I, but you know what? I, I would agree, but I think, I think though, it left me with, I would, I would want to read it again, you know? Okay. And so maybe in a read maybe again. Maybe that was the purpose? Not now. Not now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not now. Not now. I think you need some time. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe in a year or two, I would pick it back up again and read it yeah. and see, you know, I definitely know that there'll be stuff that we pick up that we miss, you know, like, yeah. oh, was that a yeah. story? I didn't even remember that. Yeah. yeah and I think because we know the characters now, we spent so much time trying to figure out who was who and getting yes. to know character, yeah. plot, all of that. Yes. We spent a lot of time deciphering that I feel like going through it again, it'll be like so many moments where you're like, wow, that actually, I see how that mattered or, you know, yes. that yeah. we didn't realize was going to matter. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm not discouraged that it, uh, that it ended in a way that was like, huh, but, um, I'm, I'm hoping that on a reread that it'll, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll just be a little bit better or not that it'll yeah. be better, but we'll see more. Like I felt yeah. that way about Jane Eyre. I've, I, the first time I read Jane Eyre, I was like, oh, okay. And then I read it, but you know, I've read it like three, I think three times. But the third time I read it was like, oh, oh favorite book. So, oh, really? I, so that was yeah. my first time reading it. And I thought it was amazing. Oh. But also I was reading it with you. So that probably made a difference. I feel it like does. sometimes there's things that like maybe I didn't notice and you were able to pull that out. So I feel I the same know. way. That's why it's so okay. good to read with a friend because you yeah. come back and you're like, either you're like, yeah, or like, oh, no, I missed that. What chapter was that? <laughs> yeah. Or like sometimes you're like, oh, this is kind of like a boring section. You're like, no, this is what, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yes, now I just yeah. look back at that. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I wasn't that excited. <laughs> so. so, lesson learned is to read a book with a friend for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so do you want me to go first? Yes, yes. So, first? so we usually okay. share a quote. So you're gonna go ahead. All right. So, with my Bible study group, we're going through a book called Learning to Love the Psalms. Yep. And. So I'm sharing a psalm because that's kind of just been where I've been at right now. Good. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to share the whole thing. Let me see. Okay. I will. I love read. the psalms for the record. It's Psalms 37 and I'm starting with verse 3. So it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. So that was from verse three to six. Oh, I love it. My made you favorite pick part yes. is where it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Ooh. And it's not like God is going to give you the desires of your heart. Like, oh, I want to live in a mansion on the ocean with a boat. Like he says, delight yourself in me. And then I will give you the delights of your heart. Like if your delight is in him, then he will give you more of himself. Like, I feel like you have to really think about that. It's like, you almost want to be like, Oh, he's going to give me everything I desire. And it's like, you should be desiring him. And then you'll have everything you desire. (laughs) So I don't know. I just loved it. 
I'm glad you brought that up because I do think people misinterpret that. Um, and they think that it's not real or it's not true because it doesn't happen. But you're right. He does start and say, delight yourself in him first. Yeah. And then when you're in, if you are delighted in him, the things that you desire will be You'll of him. Have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be of him. So, so yeah. Oh, that was that. a good one. All right. See, now you make me want, listen, every time you, I'm like so easy to be influenced. So I was like, oh, I need to go back to read the Psalms, but I'm reading the gospel. So I'm staying with the gospel, well, but, but I might sneak in a story. Like, I'm like reading five books. You're like, oh, I'm reading this book. I'm like, oh, well now I need to read that. Also. I know. It's like, oh my goodness. I can't get left behind. So much, so many books, too little time. My quote this week comes from the book Walking on Water by Madeline Lengel. Uh, it's a little lengthy, but uh, it was it needed it to make the point. So she says, we all want truth, that truth which Jesus promised would make us free. But where do we find it? How could it have happened that even in the church story has been lost as a vehicle of truth? Early in our corruption, we are taught that fiction is not true. Too many people apologize when they are caught enjoying a book of fiction. They are afraid that it will be considered a waste of time and that they ought to be reading a biography or a book of information on how to pot plants. Is Jane Eyre not true? Did Conrad turn to writing of fictions in his 60s, not search there for truth? Was Melville writing about the sea and the great conflict between a man and a whale, not delving for a deeper truth than we can find in any number of how-to books? And Shakespeare and all the other dramatists before and after him, are they not revealers of truth? Oh, I love that. Right? Maybe it's because I love to read fiction and I don't want to feel bad about it, but I love that. <laughs> yes, and also like, because when she said, is Jane Eyre not true? And I was like, yeah. isn't Jane Eyre true? I mean, as much as it's a fiction really? story, it when you read it, it is true. Yeah. And I think and that, I feel like how much can you learn, especially yeah. being a woman from Jane Eyre? I oh, mean, her goodness. moral standards is just like, I don't know. I, <sighs> I, I, there's so many. There's so I mean, so many of the books that we've read, I feel like there's so much to be gained from this. Yes. There's and so much truth. So there's many truth, truth in there. there. Yes. Yeah. So and it's so much more meaningful or it you remember it more than just, you know, a dry lecture or a dry book or, you know, um, just a just you know, a nonfiction way of doing it and nothing wrong with a nonfiction way, but man, story has a way of just allowing you to connect to it and to really see the truth through not just one line and, but through the whole experience of it, you yeah, know, definitely. cause it's like, it's, it's, if you notice, even with the Bible, the Bible is a lot of stories in there, you know, and well, it's I feel like, like we've been reading a lot of fiction together. And I really just think, and I was, we had spoken earlier this week, and I just feel like I, I've been thinking more, thinking deeper. Yeah. And these books are, are, are thought provoking. They I are. I mean, and even, and even has you kind of del delving into spiritual concepts and just the world around you. I, I mean, and it's interesting too, because Tolstoy is a fictional story that he writes, but he covers religion he covers politics he covers yes. art he covers so yes. many things and there's like so much truth in it yeah so like it has you thinking and I, I don't know i think stories have a powerful way of doing that because yeah. if that's the case then the bible could just be you know about you know a paragraph and that's it right you know yeah. just i mean in the bible stories so it's all full of stories and even if you stories. think of how jesus taught it was in parables. Were yeah. these parables true stories? Not necessarily. Right. We don't know. There's nothing to prove that these things actually happen. They were teaching moments through stories. So Yeah. And I think that's part of the the joy of reading fiction is that yeah. you can still learn and see the human experience. You can see the truth. You can see goodness. You can see beauty and they're in in the eye and through the eyes of art or, you know, the art of writing or the right. you know, so that captured me in oh, that I book. Oh, I love it. So, and I agree, so. <laughs> I'm like, I like Madeline now. I actually went and got her <laughs> Wrinkle in Time book. So. Um, I've never read that. I've I, never read it either. I want to 
say I watched the movie, but I, I did see know. the movie, but I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to trust the movie in t- yeah. that it, that it followed the book. You know how it is with movies. I'm not yeah. saying the movie was good, but I'm sure the book is. You know, the book just allows you to use your imagination and probably yeah. probably has more than um, you know the deeper parts that you that you can't yeah. visualize or you know you know the book is always a little bit more. I'll have to look detailed. into it. Maybe I'll do it as a read aloud for the kids. I know. Oh, today. Oh, is today the day that you decide what we're going to read next? I have been oh, yeah. on pants I mean, and cushions. I feel like you probably already know what I'm going to I read. don't. I actually don't. I have okay. been really good. I have been distracted. Do you want me to, you want me to say it now? <gasps> Would you? <laughs> I really want to do Emma. <gasps> yeah. I really want to read Emma. With Let's you. So do I feel it. like we kind of hinted do at it. that, like doing do it. it. Yes. But I'm just like, you know what? It's lighthearted and it's funny. And I feel like I just need that after oh, finishing good. Anna Karenina. So, uh, of course, we, I think what we have to do is we read Jane Austen and then we read a different book, and then we go back to Jane Austen because she's yeah. she's our comfort, and then we'll read a different I book. I love her, <laughs> and you know what? She really is. Like, I feel like some people are like, "Oh, comfort food." Yeah, she's my comfort book. Like, yeah. I've read so many of her books and so many of them multiple times, and it's like. I go back to them. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I'm so excited because I've seen the movie, movies, excuse me. There's like, I there's say, like, I think you've seen all the movies. Oh my goodness. There are so many versions of Emma, <laughs> but I've never read the book. So I'm excited yeah. to read the book. And I'm, actually, I'm more excited to read the book with you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. I've never read it with somebody. So I'm like really excited to see that. Yay. <laughs> all right. Good. I'm so glad we didn't wait till the end of the, um, the podcast to find okay, out. Okay, good. Sounds like, am I supposed to wait? I no, good, good. We're I'm not surprised. Real organized. We I'm... Can talk about this. No, <laughs> I was like, no, no. I was no. I was trying to be patient. I wasn't going to okay. pressure you, although I wanted okay. to, but I yeah. didn't. <laughs> I almost texted you during the week and was like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And then I was like, "No, maybe it's better to surprise her." So I'm just I like to the surprise. I like to the surprise. I like to be surprised, and and I did, and I remember because I know the last time I I searched up who I thought you <laughs> yeah, would give. Yeah. And then... You were looking at the time period. You were asking I know. for clues. I, I was know. like, what is happening? I think I've just been a little busy or else I would have been that nosy. <laughs> but actually, you didn't give any hints. So I, I didn't know what you were going to think. But I'm excited. So yay, next week we started, Emma. <laughs> but I guess before we do that. All right, so we have to finish up. We have to wrap up. Yeah. Yes, we have to finish up. Let our uh, Anna Karenina. Which I thought, you know, when, so we're on part eight this week, and this is the last section. Final part, yep. Right? And so last week we left off with her death. Last, excuse me, last week. Well, last week we did leave off with her death. And so, you know, I was expecting that the next chapter would be talking about her. And then he doesn't do that. You know, it's like, first of all, he uses the, um, he uses Sergei, he uses Levin's brother's name, but his pet name. So I was like, who is this toll whatever? And I'm like, oh, it's Sergey. Sergey. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's yeah. throughout the book before he was called Sergey Ivanovich or whatever. Yeah. But then, but then I guess is whatever this other part of his name is, is has the T but in it. it. I'm like, so I confusing. I say this is one of the hardest parts about reading this book has been to follow the trail of names. Yeah. And the constant changing. You do have to write it down. And- I don't know if it makes more sense in Russian culture when you're reading it that names are constantly changing. But he doesn't, like, tell you who this person is, and he'll just introduce their new name, and you're like, what? And then somebody else will talk to them and use an old name, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's so-and-so. So So then you kind of have to go back because you're like, I missed most of the conversation because I'm just like, wait, who is this? Who's talking? And I wasn't listening to who was talking and what they were saying because I was so concerned about who is this, so... That's what happened that, to me because I was like, well, that, "Who is yeah. this? Is he? What? What do we? What do we care about his book? Who is this guy?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely one of the challenges I found in reading this book. And like I said, maybe it makes more sense if you understand the culture that people have so many names, but we don't. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think next time we do, and notice I say next time because I know we're going to do it again, another yeah. Russian novel. Um, I'm definitely keeping a notebook <laughs> with yeah. all their names. Yeah. Um, but and I can't use one of those um, like the, the spark notes and stuff like that they because give they give away stuff. And it's like, oh, I yeah. was just trying to find a name, not 
what happened like to them. The whole plot <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll just keep my own notes. But it yeah. starts off with him. You know, uh, uh, I guess his book is a flop. And I, um, I had to go back, and I did kind of. I can I just want to say. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. So I was expecting this to just kind of pick up where um, seven, like part seven, had ended. Like, yeah. okay, she takes her life. Yeah. It opens up, and we're in Sergey's life. First of all, we have really not spent too much time with Sergey. I don't feel committed to this character whatsoever. I yeah. don't feel like I really even care what he's doing with his whole life. I know. I wasn't so sure what his role was. I found that was. section to be. Yeah, a little long and boring. Yeah, I I wasn't sure um, what he wanted us to know, you know, except for that his his book was a flop and that was it. But then the war <laughs> breaks out and yeah. everybody's so consumed with this war. Yeah. And then, and then he, yeah, I don't know. And so then he was like, oh, I don't even care about my book. Okay, so why did we just spend all this time on a book nobody cares about? Right, but I'm thinking he must have cared. But yes, yes, he's like, okay, I'm going to write about the war now. So I was like, okay, so he'll write about the war. I wasn't sure what that section meant. And if, if there, yeah, if there was anything of thing, maybe this next time we read this book, we'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, what happened to uh, Vronsky? <laughs> but anyway, we do we do meet Vronsky um, shortly after because he's, he's going to war at this point. And- I I really think that he loved. I think that he loved Anna. I like. I remember last week I was saying I'm like I feel like he's so in love with her that you know he's so distraught over the way things have. And I feel like this really showed because his life is a mess. He's a mess. He's not. Ne- he'll never be normal after the loss of Anna. No, I I would agree. I and would he's agree. going off to war. Like I don't really care if I survive this or not. Yes, like, he did say that. It was kind, of a, scary, it was kind yeah. of a scary mentality. Yes, he did say that. And also, like, um, well, I guess a little bit later when we hear from his mom, like what was happening from his mom's perspective of of, of how he was I dealing with that. that. I love that they we got her his mom's perspective because yeah. being a mom of sons, I just feel like. I would have felt the same way. Like, uh, but I she was just like, really? I would have tore Anna apart yes, and been yes, like, how dare she do this to yeah. my son? son you know? Yeah, she and did I just, that. I felt her. She was like, Anna's evil. <laughs> yes, I yes, felt her. And yes, I was like, yes. oh, I would be doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> how so, dare she do yeah. this to my son? <laughs> but, you know, it was interesting because he always talks, you know, bad of his mom. But she, you know, she, she was there for him during that time because she made sure. Yeah. She, you know, to just make sure that he didn't have anything to, you know, take his life because remember he tried to do that before, yeah, um, with Anna, and so she was, you know, she said he was just distraught, and she just made sure he had no way of, you know, of having access to things that he could harm himself. I think it also showed that as a mother or a parent, you never stop. You know, he's a grown no. man who's been living his own life. But the second it all falls apart, yeah, she's there helping him pick up the pieces yeah, and she doing did. everything. And I was just like, it's true. Like, once you're a mom or a parent, it's for life. Like, it just never ends. Yeah. But, I, you know, in be- going back to what you said before, I do think that he he really did love her. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't know if it would have worked. But yeah. I do think he did love her. <laughs> it was sad. The whole thing was sad. That whole section of the book was sad. And we and, go from that into... Because Sergei's traveling. And I guess that's kind of how we ran into Vronsky and Vronsky's story. Because he runs into Vronsky's mother. And and then as he's traveling to visit Levin. So then we, we catch up with Levin. And maybe that's why they use Sergei. Because... We could kind of travel through and and catch up with all the characters in a natural flow instead of jumping from what's going on, Vronsky, what's going on, Philip Levin. Maybe it was a natural flow to have one character running into all these people to make it a more like, I don't know. I know, um, but you know, we saw we when because when when Vronsky was at the and actually, I don't know if you noticed there was like this train, like, you know, it, there's a lot of train a lot of train situations um, because it was like they, all the conversations with Vronsky at this second part was at the train station. You know, even Steva was at the train station and I was like, uh, I'm surprised. I, I don't know. Part of me was like, I'm surprised he went 
on the train, but I guess I guess that's the way you travel, right? Because you know you would think like yeah, you probably wouldn't want to like go a, back. I think that must be in a major way of traveling at that point because everyone yeah. seems to get on the train. I know because I was like, wow, that must be hard too to go back to yeah. the train station, yeah. you know. But anyway, yeah. they didn't. He Tolstoy didn't tell us, um, you know, Steva's point of view not because Anna was his sister. Yeah, you know? and so well, we was... do hear from Steve at one point, and I'm trying to think why we ran into him. And something comes up of his sister, and he feels sad about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, what a tragic ending. But like that was kind of his like that was uh, it, like like it like like a passer, really, yeah. like you know, like somebody random, like you know, yeah, like, like I like... thought he was really attached to his sister, so his very nonchalant attitude towards it was kind of weird to me i was like okay, yeah i thought so know. too uh, uh he's he's back on the list yeah i know <laughs> he's, he's back been back and list. forth that guy <laughs> he's back on the list and i'll tell you why he's also on the list later too well, yeah. but um so after that we we don't we don't hear you know we just know that Vronsky is now going off to fight in the war and he's even funding it they, you know he made a point of letting us know that he's um, not Vronsky, but Tolstoy told us that he's funding it and he's taking, you know, other men with them. Uh, and and then the scene switches back to the scene switches to Levin and Kitty and Dolly, mm-hmm. right? And so I thought I that think was. We forgot to mention last week. I thought of that afterwards that Kitty had the baby in part yes. seven, and we somehow skipped talking about that altogether. And I was actually so disappointed because I really liked Levin. Yeah. And his reaction to his first child being born to me was just really weird. How did you feel about it? It was weird because I'm like, he's like, I think he said he didn't like the baby or he hated yeah. the baby. Yeah. And, and it was just like, well, you don't even know the baby. The baby just came out. Yeah. Know? He was just like, <laughs> was like oh, what is there to hate? I thought I was going to like, like him. Like, what in the world? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just thought that was such a, and I feel like it's weird. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a man, but my husband yeah. was like, you know so emotional when he met all of my kids so like i don't know i just thought that was weird i think i i think on a second read on a second read maybe we'll understand levin a little bit more but i don't know like maybe there were some things in his personality like the way that he was thinking about life you know because remember now he's he lost his brother, you know, he was thinking about death and life and the meaning of life. And maybe he thought having a baby that, you know, seeing his son would be like life yeah. altering and saying, yeah. oh, that's my purpose. And so, right. and it wasn't, and it, it was wasn't. Like, so oh, it was like, it's just, yeah. oh, it's just it a baby. A big letdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he was so let down by his child's birth. And I was like, well, what were you expecting? Like it yeah. was going to be a baby. I don't know. But yeah, the only <laughs> thing that I thought maybe, cause so that was part seven. So when I read that, I was just like, oh, that's like a terrible reaction. In yes. part eight, they give us a little bit more about Levin's internal struggle that's been going on. And the only thing yeah. I can think of is if you remember before he had gotten married, he had to speak with the priest and the priest had said, well, what happens when your son says, Papa, you know, who made this beautiful world? And then he has a son. Yeah. And maybe all of a sudden it was that fear of like, I have a son now. What if and I don't me? have any answers. I still don't have any answers. Yeah. That was the only thing that I was thinking because we also get into Kitty's head in part eight. And she's like, oh, I know what's wrong with him. You know, he's he's struggling because he's a sinner or whatever or whatever, however she says it. Do you remember right. exactly how she No, no. She says something like that or he has no faith or he's faithless or something like that. And... She's like laughing about the whole situation, like, oh, he's so silly. He'll figure it out. Like, she was like yeah. so calm about the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, you know, he calls himself, you know, a non believer or whatever, but, you know, him, I, he'll, it'll be fine. He's the best person. I'm like, okay. I don't know. Cause I, I think for her, like, what I was seeing with her, that she was, she, she just sees the good in Levin, right? Yeah. And I think that's why she thinks he'll figure it out because he's so good that I guess for her, being good means that you ultimately will figure it out that, you know, you're, you're that, right. that you must have something, um, some kind of belief in you to be such a good person. Like you can't yeah. just be good without some kind of divine reason, you know? So I, I, yeah. I got that, I got that impression from like for her, like, Oh, he's, you know, 
he'll be fine, you know, but, but we get, we get in this section that he is reading all these this philo these philosophy books, because he's trying to figure out the meaning of life. And actually, it was kind of sad, because he too was thinking about taking his life, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. because he's, he was so, because he couldn't figure out the purpose, because he couldn't figure out, well, like, yes, and he's like going and reading all these different books. And he's, I actually thought that was such a meaningful section, because I feel like, I've thought of that often. Like, I have God. Yeah. But for people who don't believe in God, I often think, what do they feel like their purpose is? Like, why do they get up every day and do what they do? What drives them? Like, right. I feel like I don't know because I can't understand it. And it's not that I was always a Christian. So then I think also, what, like, what drew, drove me before that? I don't know. It was definitely made me think. Like, it was a section that I was like, I had to like stop and be like, wow, like, I really was thinking about it. Sometimes I, I think, I think the, um, do they even think about it? Like the people that don't believe in God, like, do they, do they, right? Like I, I thought it was right. Cause I thought it was interesting that Levin was really like, that was so important for him to know where, you know, we don't hear I, that from Dolly or Steva. Steva doesn't talk about that. No. Steva's just, you know, living life, to living. The yes. Yes. I remember before I was saved, I had spoken with somebody and I had said like you know I was saying how like well I just I don't know like how do you know if you're saved like I don't know right and he had said to me well why do you care so much mm. and I was just like well I, I just want to know like what side of the fence do I fall on like I have to know right. and he was just like well the fact that you care so much makes me think that I know where you're at and I was just like it was an interesting moment for me, and it was like, okay, why do I care? Other people don't care. Right. Other people don't spend time pondering this thought, and Levin yeah. did, and he reminded me of thoughts I've had myself of just like, I need to know. I have to know, and it's like, why? People can live, you know, we see Steva, who's just like, live in the moment. Who cares yeah. if you run up debt and your wife has to sell property to oh, bail you out? Oh, my goodness. I you know, if you're that, not man. there for your husband and your children, you know, live it up. Yeah. This is, you know, what man is for to just enjoy life. He's fine with that philosophy. Yes. Yes. But Levin couldn't be. And why? Yeah. And yeah. I think maybe that's what Kitty saw. She saw this desire in him. And she's like, I'm not worried about it because yes. he cares so I think much. So. I and think why? So. Yes, so, I, I think so. I, I think so. I would agree. And I, th I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. But and I think, but I, he was to the point of, like, he really wanted this answer. And I was wondering, as I was reading this section, like, did I miss that about him? But no, we, because we talked about that with, when his brother, we, we saw that side yeah. of him when his brother um, died. And even before his brother died, he, he was, was contemplating, yeah, yeah thinking, thinking about, about what is the meaning of life? What is his purpose? You know, yeah. and I, I think he thought, you know, because remember before he married Kitty and Kitty had rejected him, he was, you know, he was thinking about how his parents had a, I think his parents had a good marriage and he wanted a, a family life and lots of children and a house and, mm -hmm. you know, and the property. And now he has all of that, right? His house yeah. is full because Dolly yeah. and her kids are living with him, yeah. you know, um, because Dolly and Kitty are sisters, uh, you know, their parents come over or their mother's, the mother-in-law yeah. seems like she's there a lot. Yeah. And, um, and then the father-in-law comes too. So he has a full house, right? This is everything that he ever wanted, yeah. but he's still not content. You know, he's got, he has Kitty, right? He has problem. Kitty. Remember, he always wanted Kitty. And I guess Here he, he has the family. being born was going to be that final missing piece. And it just yes, wasn't. Yes, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. There was no so. contentment in any of that. Oh, my goodness. I thought Tolstoy did a, um, I mean, in talking about, as I read it. But then it ends with like, He's like, I need to tell Kitty about this. And then Kitty tells him to go check and make sure that his brother has clean linen in his yeah. bed. Yeah. And then he's like, wanders off to go do that. And he's just like, no, I won't tell her. And like, that's kind of like the ending <laughs> of the book is like, he's just left with his own thoughts. And he's like, I won't share it with anyone. No, you know why? I, I think he knew. I think, I think he decided not to share it with her because I think him resolving that he would live for God, for the soul and the soul yeah. being um, living for God, like, like he 
I think at that moment he got it. So like when you get it, your life changes. Like he doesn't have to tell Kitty, well, you know, so, like she's going to see, see it. it. Yeah, yeah, she'll see it. You don't have to have this conversation because remember, he couldn't even put it into words. Remember right. at one point um, yeah. someone had came over and they were having a discussion and you know, he's like, you can't reason, uh, you can't reason faith. You can't get to faith through reasoning, yeah, you know? And right. so I thought that was, I think that's why to try to explain it to Kitty would be to try to reason. I came yeah. to this conclusion because blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I actually love that it ended that way because okay. I was like, ah, she'll see it. She'll yeah, be like, no, oh, the moment, and it's funny, you know? <laughs> cause he struggles because he decides, okay, I'm going to live my life, you know, in a new way, I've now discovered what the meaning of life is, right? And then somebody annoys him and he flips out and yes. it's just like, oh, I've already lost it, you know? And it's so funny. It's so funny because isn't that so all human. Of us? Yeah. I just like, oh yeah, I lose I lose my I lose my Christianity you, all the time then because You do uh, your devotion and then you're yeah. all at peace with God. Yeah. And then I come and I look at my business email and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll be like, you know, I do my Bible reading, I say my prayers, I'm like, oh, I feel so good. And then, you know, the kids are like dumping their juice on the floor or something, and you're like, what? I just you know? so Yeah. yeah. So. I could totally relate to that. I was like, don't worry. I wanted to say, don't worry, Levin. <laughs> it happens to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it was so cute because he did think that he lost it. He was like, oh, my goodness, I lost that peaceful, you know, like I came to, you know, found a reason for life. And now yeah. <laughs> I messed it up. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think he did a good job in just kind of showing. I think what he wanted us to see, maybe, yeah. is that yeah. you can't come to faith through reason. Or right. maybe, but reason just made him go around in circles because you can talk right. yourself out of anything. He was trying to, right. That's what he was. He kept talking about how the mind is like this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You can convince yourself of anything. And I don't know. Yes. And he was but, like, driving. It, is, that was making even, him, actually reason was making him more crazy because, you know, right. there's always a book on, on this and, and evolution yeah. and this and that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it was nothing that was feeding his soul. That was just like, yes, this is right, you know? So um, I, it, it made me think and, of this. And I go feel ahead. like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you can share yours. I was going to say, it made me think of the book, the same book from Walking on Water um, by Madeline Lengel. And she said, uh, she was talking about Kronos. Kronos is like um, time, our time, and kairos is god's time like outside okay. of time right so she was like um for the astro for the astrophysicists as for the saint chronos and kairos they converge she says robert jastro in his book god and the astronomer talks about the astronomer after all their questions struggling up to a mountain peak and finding the theologians already there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think that's if you allow truth. If you allow, if you, if you, if you allow yourself to follow truth, you will find it. You know. Right. But. But I was if, just thinking of the verse. It's like faith is things hoped for. Yeah. And you know, it, it all has. I don't know. It's a belief that doesn't always make sense. Like, why do I believe? But yeah. it's so real to me it is. that it's just it is. I believe it because it's real. Yeah. How do you prove it's real? You know, I mean, and, and there is a then lot it's of not faith, that, but it's not faith right. if you have to prove it, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I kind of understood Levin's struggle with that too. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But, yeah. but I mean, that's that's the hard part about faith. But but I think when you, you know, you have faith in 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 whatever, whether it's uh, God or whether it's not a God, you're putting yeah. your faith in something. You're something. putting your you're putting your faith. You just have that, to decide. Yeah. You know, it's okay for me to live the way I want to live and don't believe there's a God, you know, and it's going to be okay. Right. Where the other side is, no, it's, you know, it's, I believe in a God and it, it, it does matter, you know, so. So I think one it's thing interesting. that I found throughout this book with Tolstoy is that he has a different idea of truth and beauty than we'll I talk think about I've that. always had. I feel like one of the things we always try to teach our children is to find truth and beauty in everything, right? Right. That points right. us to God. Yes. But Tolstoy takes truth and beauty and like makes it ugly. I felt like so. Anna is the epitome of beauty. Everyone that sees her 
sees her beauty. It's almost right. mesmerizing or hypnotizing where like they change who they are or do things or say things that they may not have, but like right. she causes it. And it's like Kitty, we see at the beginning, Kitty meets her and she's just like, there's something about this woman, you know, I'm so like, she can't stop looking at her and she wants to be here and she's in this trance. Yes. And then you see, you know, Anna go to the party and Vronsky's taken in in the trance. And then later on, Levin meets her and he falls into this trance and she's this beauty. But it's yeah. like, it's not a good beauty. It's a beauty that sucks you in and corrupts you. And so that was weird. And then interesting, Vronsky's thing is, I never tell a lie. That was his right. thing that he stands on. Yeah. And and Anna's just like, oh, do anything you want, but don't lie to me. And he says, yeah. oh, I never lie. And it's a constant conversation that comes up that he never lies. Yes. But look who he is. He stole a woman away from a married man. Like yeah. everything he did was deceitful, yes. but he doesn't lie. Yeah. So yeah. he lives yeah. in truth. And I just thought it was so weird that it was like truth and beauty are these characters, right? You know, mm -hmm. he's truth and she's beauty. But look at what they do and their lives are destroyed and the people they touch. And I don't know. I just oh, thought that so, was an interesting thought. I think I, I hear what you're saying. And I see I see him taking us through the human experience because people do see that the the Annas of the world and think that that is that That's is the beauty. beauty. But it's right. not. But it's not. Right. Exactly. And he shows right. that. But he shows and that. Same thing with it's a superficial just because beauty. somebody doesn't lie. Yeah, right. I don't know. So, so I, just I think so, no. the way he took those concepts and made you think differently. I don't know. Genius. He's I genius. I thought it was clever. I thought it was clever. You know why? Because but then he shows us beauty. Like to me, beauty was Dolly. Yeah. Like Dolly, Dolly and beauty was Kitty. You know, yeah. Kitty, Dolly being the woman that has been betrayed but can still go on, still love her children, still do and what's do best for her family, even if it means selling your property because your husband, what I thought was so messed up was like, he got a new position in the government and he couldn't even come home and tell her. He like yep. sent it through a messenger to tell her and, yep. it, but, and then send it through a messenger to ask her to, you know, that he needs money to pay off his debt, you know? It was so and, embarrassing. Oh yep. my goodness. But you see beauty in her because she can still stand it. It's ugly. Her life is not, it's not pretty. But you know what? She, I saw beauty in her and yeah. I saw beauty in Kitty. Kitty is like the young person, the young woman that's at the, you know, the and beginning you of motherhood and wifehood. Tolstoy made sure that you knew they were not beautiful women because he describes Dolly as she's getting old and she yes. has wrinkles and yes. she has lost her looks. Yes. And we have Kitty where everyone says, oh, Kitty's lost her looks. Oh, she's so thin. She doesn't yes. look well. That was and on her wedding day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's constant comments about how poor Kitty looks. And so we know that these two women are not beautiful by the standards of society, yeah. but their character causes you see the beauty in them absolutely so. that's why i think he's genius it's not distorted because yep. he shows us both sides of it you know that's that superficial anna you know levin may not levin may not proclaim that he doesn't lie but he's constantly seeking truth what is true you know what is what is true you know where Varonsky says he doesn't lie but his life is a lie, you know, right. at least with Anna, you yep. know, and pretending that this is this, you know, and they're this pretending great they're experience. This cop, they're pretending right. they're husband and wife when they can He's never, talking like, about legacies and yeah, yeah, like this is not even happening. So yeah. I thought he, I thought he, he was beautiful in showing, you know. Um, but he, he did, did completely it. tore away what you think that you're looking for when you're like, I think yeah. people because he even oh, named looking... the book Anna Karen's Karenina Karenina Karenina. I can't even say her name anymore. <laughs> so he even but, names it her like falsely yeah. making you think yeah, that like this you're, is about you're her. thinking when you're looking for truth and beauty, it's the obvious truth and beauty, but it it wasn't. It's not. It's like oh, I, you have to I, delve deeper. I feel so special because we found it. Like if it I was know. like you know like there's a little hidden like a, a little hidden gem. Hidden, yes, and yeah. we're like oh we found a hidden gem. It's not. So Anna. I just have to say. We're not romanticizing like, Anna. No, I feel like <laughs> yeah. we read this book and I feel like we slowed it down and I feel like we caught a lot. 
Yeah. I'm sure if we read it again, we would see even more. Even but I'm more. proud of us for as Me good too. as we did. I'm like, Yay. all right, we didn't get lost in the story. We didn't get lost. <laughs> or in our own feelings about the story. <laughs> True. We tried I mean, to the, stop. We tried. We tried to we stop did. and take a look. To, like, okay, tried what to stop, to look, us? and surrender. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we failed. Sometimes yeah. we did great. <laughs> If we may say so, Sam, we shouldn't be tooting our own horn. I know, right? Um, <laughs> this is why I don't listen to anyone else's um, um, interpretation of Anna. I made sure I deliberately make sure I did not because yeah. I was like, I wanted it to just be us purely reading it from yeah. you know, never read it, just you and no, I. I and you know. thing, I wanted to see what I was gonna see. Yeah, and yeah. Before someone tells I you, I kind of now want to listen to other people because I want to see. <laughs> Were we far off? I did know. we actually? Did we get what was? Did going we miss on? it? Was yeah. that not the gem? <laughs> but I, don't I don't care. I'm proud of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> we saw it. Through. I think he's. I I would read something of Tolstoy again. I think he. I, I love how he thinks. I love yeah, how he can he show actually, that human experience. He has other books on like lists. I don't know what kind of list you want to call them, like lists of books you should read before you die kind of list. Yeah, yes, yes, uh, That's a yes. negative way to look at it, but um, <laughs> he has other books, and I can't remember the names, but I have I can't seen, think of them. I yeah. have seen his name before and yeah. books that I'm like, okay. No, our next Russian novel is going to be Crime and Punishment. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. so we have to do yes. that together. Oh, we I both we both read it. So we both read it, but um, we haven't read it together. Yeah, and, and it's I been... was like a teenager when I read it, so I feel like my perspective now from then is going to be totally different. So I read it either last year or 2020, so I'm ready to read it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. So I'm looking forward to that. Not yet. We are just no, coming out of, you no. know. <laughs> Emma's going to give us that nice break that we yeah. need to just kind of like, there's not, it's not deep. There's not a lot to be like, oh, what is he trying to, what is Jane Austen trying to say? Yeah. But it's like. But she does say know. deep things. She does show like, it's just. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see it's as we read. It's in a different way. It's in a different way. I shouldn't way. say yeah. she doesn't. It's just not not in the same way as this book does. Okay. <laughs> but so, we're, not think, we're not contemplating what is the purpose of life is what I felt. That was what I mean. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But maybe in a different way. <laughs> it's not so deep way. and dark. <laughs> so would you recommend someone to read this? I would. Me but too. maybe read it with somebody because I, I can honestly say I don't know if I would have read it as quickly if yeah. I wasn't doing it with you. But I would agree. I yeah. probably would have um, uh, on those dry, dry chapters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably would have put that down for a couple of months, like, and then be like, oh yeah, let me finish that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, here I wanted to read um, a couple of things that I highlighted as I was reading this section. Okay. And one of the things this is Levin talking, and he was like. The question was summed up for him thus, if I do not accept the answers Christianity gives to the problem of my life, what answers do I accept? And in the whole arsenal of his conviction, so far from finding any satisfactory answer, answers, he was utterly unable to find anything at all like an answer. Mm. And I love that he, that, like he's searching and though he's reading all these different things, he could not find the answer that he was, you know, what he was looking for. And That's then he interesting says, "Interesting, because he is admitting that Christianity has an answer." Yes, yes. It's like, like, "Am okay, I willing I to accept, accept it? That. Yeah. Let me see what else is out there." And right. he's, he's high and low, finds nothing, and it's like, "So is this the only answer?" Which we know it is, but right. But you know, that's interesting because I think, you know, um, I wonder if one of the things he was trying to show is. Like the other characters in the story, they're all, they are not pondering the meaning of life like how Levin is, right? So they don't, they're distracted. They're distracted by politics, the, you know, the social client, the social circles, you know, um, war. So they're distracted. When you have all these distractions, you're not seeking well, the I truth, think they, right? I think they were looking for distractions because they don't want to look for truth. I think yeah. people don't want to face people truth. People do have that issue. No, I was just saying I don't think people want to face their like the truth. I think it's easier to find yourself you know, busy in life or, you know, you have Steva who's like, oh, let me, you know, eat well and hang out with friends and 
live this life. You have um, Anna, who is like, let's go out and about and do things, you know? Yeah. Um, you have Vronsky, who's now like, oh, I'm going to go off to war. Like, I, he needs a distraction. You had Levin before this, who was like, well, if I run, you know, if I cut my own lawn and I do all this and I'll be exhausted <laughs> at night that I just pass out on my pillow. I won't like, even think about this. Yeah, yeah it's yes. like, so you see all these different ways of dealing with it. And and one of the things that I thought was interesting, this was something else I highlighted too. It said, what puzzled, this is for, this is Levin's um, thinking, what puzzled and distracted him above everything was that the majority of men his age and circle had, like him, exchanged their old beliefs for the same new convictions and yet saw nothing to lament in this and were perfectly satisfied and serene. So it's like what we're saying, you know, so because if you notice throughout the story, there were there are mentions of different things in the Bible, you know, like mm-hmm. they'll squ- yep. randomly throw a scripture in or, yep. you know, like a piece of a scripture, but it means nothing. It's just like a, you know, just like a regular old saying, I, right? So they have that. Saying it because somebody was like, oh, I forget where I heard this from. And they like quote, quote the Bible and you're like, really? <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. So I yeah. think that's what he's saying when he's like, they've exchanged yeah. their old beliefs. So it's like they all had a sense or learned about, you know, Probably Christianity. Were, I was going to say brought up with schooling that that's yes. what they were taught right yes but they exchanged it for these new convictions and they and they yet saw nothing to lament in this and they were perfectly satisfied and content and so that he said that he said he said Levin was tortured by these other questions and it's like but no one else around him to I sometimes do I sometimes look around and see like how come no one else wants to know these answers do you you know like yeah. how do you is it that easy to just go and not think about it but for me I've always thought about it I did want to know See, I and think, I and I remember being on the other side of not wanting to think about it and yeah. hanging out with people that I was like they're not thinking about it why am I yeah. thinking about it they are just living life and enjoying it and I can't because I have a conscience you know yes <laughs> like, it's so true I mean I've I've been there also I mean sometimes I look at this world and it looks like the people that live in this you know that are of this world are having so much more fun you know yeah where oh, the yeah. Christian where the Christian life been, seems a so lot harder I'm going through the Psalms right now and there's like sections about that where it's like why are the you know the evil prospering and stuff like that you know Thomas is like crying out like it's not fair they're living a good life and I'm over here suffering you know and I have those moments too where I'm like yeah I want to have fun (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like but it's like once you know that to me it's like once you know the truth it's hard to it's hard to not know it. It's, I can't yeah. unknow it. I can't unknow it. And you know it. what? I look at, you know, a character like Steva and I just think, you know, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Like oh. I just I don't see anything in it. It's empty. And it at is the empty. end of the day, he has nothing because he repeats everything is repeated he he has to be bored it's like uh, at the beginning of the book and and i forget which part he was you know talking about dolly selling her property you know because he needed the money you know he's like talking about politics in his government office so it's like he's still the same person like it's just you know but i guess that you just keep going no you just you stay in that cycle of of whatever it is but yeah and i don't desire that so no Uh, but I love how he, um, he did resolve Levin, you know, because mm-hmm. Levin, that would have been a, a letdown for him to take Levin yeah, through I mean, all of the these emotional, book, yes, yes, been, oh, suffering. <laughs> yes, and, uh, suffering. <laughs> so I'm just kind of glad that he found his peace. Yeah. And you feel and, like it's going to be so good for their whole family. Yeah. Yes. That's why that's why I love that he was like, I'm not going to tell her, <laughs> you yeah. know, because I think she's she's going to know. I think yeah. Kitty will be like, I know. My goodness. You. Oh, found and it. there's that point where it says like he comes and he's he's uh, she calls him because the baby's taking a bath and she's trying to show him like, look, he recognizes you. Your son. Yeah. I love that and, he included and that. All of a sudden she's she's saying, oh, look, you know you love him now like you like him and you care about him and like so you see that he's starting to warm up to his child yes yes wow i love that he did that so i feel i feel closure yeah yeah (laughs) i feel closure there um he didn't give us any closure for dolly and steva but i think that's that that's almost realistic you know it's not like um just because you do the right thing that your life is going to end up you know end up 
perfect. But what it shows yeah. is that she has good family. Like Levin is good, and he takes he takes took her in with all of her kids, and you know, and and they are they're okay because they have that you know they have Levin to fall back on. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with Vronsky. We don't know what's going to happen with little Annie. I suspect Vronsky wouldn't make it. I suspect that he would be like. Oh, actually, no, we do know what happens with little Annie. Alexia takes her. Oh, I forgot that. I I was just like suddenly remembering. That was kind of. I told you. He was obsessed with that little girl. He, he loved her. The moment she was born, he was just like, I love this baby. I kept telling you, I'm like, I bet he ends up with this kid. And, and technically, it's his child. Anyway. Vronsky doesn't fight it because he's too depressed over Anna and just yes. lets him take this girl. Yeah. So he ends up That's raising what... both of Anna's kids. Which I think is amazing that... Um... That he did, he did let us know that, and that's why I think Vronsky wouldn't make it. You know, like he's lost yeah. Anna. He doesn't have his daughter. He has nothing. He has yeah. nothing. I don't think. Um, and again, he's not seeking purpose or truth, so no, you know he, he just, can't I see think beyond. He's just trying to get through it at this point. Right. He's just he's just beyond, and anything right now. But yes, I did. Remember, I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, oh my goodness, he did get it. He did. Yeah. And I do yeah. remember you saying that. <laughs> It's funny. Was, a couple of things I was like, I saw where this was headed. I know. Well, at the beginning, uh, a few episodes ago, you're like, somebody's got to die. I know yeah. someone's going to die. <laughs> you were right. And that was even before it had been spoiled. So. You're like, somebody has, somebody's going to die. I know it. It just has to. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we hope that you, uh, anyone who is interested in reading Anna Karenina, get a friend and read it with them. Yep. <laughs> or read it with, we did each part, like we did, what do we do? Um, so you're more than welcome to read along with us. <laughs> yeah, what to say, read with us, <laughs> laugh with us. <laughs> send us a comment, us. disagree yeah. with us, yeah. <laughs> send us a Point email or a comment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'd love to hear what, what your ideas on it. But I am like you, I feel very proud that we have completed this. Yeah. And um, looking forward to read it again. But I am so excited to end on a high note of knowing that we're going to be reading Emma next. I already yes. have the audiobook. I already have my book, uh, my Kindle book. So I am ready. I may so even I f- buy, although I don't think I should, I um, own the Emma. physical copy. I was going to say, it, so, oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, I think that's like I want to. Oh, yeah. but I've been bad. So I don't think that I should buy it okay. Okay. <laughs> but maybe if i go to like um abe's books yeah um yeah get it you know a used copy or yeah, something like does that count as a buy i mean if no. it's used come on it's used that's, yeah, that's, that's good <laughs> that doesn't Both count on the budget hand, right? <laughs> i'm like that doesn't count as a book purchase if it's used <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you have made it this far and you've completed Anna Karenina, then stick around for Emma stick around. because it's going to be much easier. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, love, we love Jane Austen. So. Yep. All right. We will end on that note. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Can you do us a favor? If you like this podcast, please write a good review for us on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast player. Your review or like helps others to find and listen to our podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.